Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. <laughs> Salutations, everyone. It's Rich Wilson. Welcome to Fantasy Baseball Live. Today is the 28th of July. Oh, my word, Tim. July is almost on 8 o'clock in the morning. I'm here, as always, with my friend and pal, Mr. Tim McLeod. Tim, do you believe it? It's almost the end of July. Yeah, before you know it, it'll be the beginning of August. <laughs> you are Mr. Calendar, aren't you? So uh, uh, I, I I like to be prophetic in my yeah. old age. <laughs> how's your week been? Ah, uh, week's been good. The team's eh, not so good. Uh, a tough week. Uh, the Tampa Bay Rays are in a slump of, I'll say, biblical proportions. Everybody on that team, some they might not make the playoffs. You know, I'm not even following it. I don't have any Rays players on my. I have Randa Ro- Rosarina, but that's it. Mm-hmm. I don't have any other Rays on my team. Yeah, well, they're all slumping, uh, and as a result, it's really it's really hurt my teams in a bad way. I've got a, a Rosarina in probably five leagues, I think. And, uh-huh. Josh Lowe's fallen off the table, and Wander Wander Franco, since his disciplinary action, hasn't done much. And you know, somebody uh, somebody uh, over on the uh, well, Glasnow pitched well, right? I remember because yeah. I, I do have him in the league, and he he had a good outing. Yeah, no, it's the offense that's totally mm. gone south, and uh, yeah, it's it's gonna it's gonna be tough for the Rays. You know, you start looking at the standings and. Uh, what once was a huge lead, not so much anymore. You know, the Jays are only three games behind them, and playing wow. better, playing better baseball. So, you know, and you start looking at Boston and the Yankees; they're only a, a game and two games behind the Jays. So, that division is tightening up very, very quickly. Yeah, let me and, take a, let me take a look because I yeah. have. I have been uh, off to see the Baltimore Orioles double-A team play the New York Yankees double-A team, trying to catch Mr. Jackson Holiday, Timmy. I've been to two games, Tuesday and Thursday. Guess how many times I've seen him? Uh, One pinch hit at bat. (laughs) Nope, (laughs) 0.0. I have not. Did he pinch hit? Did I miss a pinch hit? I don't know. I was just being sarcastic. (laughs) I like I get Tuesday. It was like really freaking hot. It was a day game, but last yeah. night he didn't play. I'm like, well, what's going on here? It's it was very very disappointing. They're giving the baseball a break. True, he's been very very good. I I yeah. do have a theory because I did sit next to somebody I know who was from a team I can't say, uh, and they were there looking at some Oriole players, and uh, I can only surmise. That Jackson yes. Holiday was not one of them, so they put some of the other guys in to play to showcase them. That's all uh, I can surmise. But uh, that, he that makes me. that makes sense. We're getting near the deadline, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was interesting because he said, uh, "I said, are you looking at? It? I can't tell you." And then he then he asked me about two players <laughs> because, <laughs> Oops. yeah, I was like, yeah. So I said, he says, I can't tell you. I said, okay. Yeah. He goes, were you here on Tuesday? I go, yeah. He goes, what'd you think of? <laughs> and boom. And I went, oh, okay, well, yeah. So uh, it was kind of fun. Yeah, I was going to say, that's that's pretty... <laughs> Particularly if the yeah. guy gets moved, then I'll feel like I'm I'm dirty or something. So, I don't know. So uh, You'll get over it, right? I'll get over it. Yeah, yeah, I'll get over it. Yeah, they don't care about yeah. my opinion. Actually, that's not true. I, I will say yeah. that it, it's fascinating because these, you know, part of the reason I get reached out to and I develop relationships is people will ask me my opinion if I've seen a guy because they haven't... Yeah 
you know, maybe they haven't been over or they've only seen them a couple of times. I mean, th there right. are limited resources. So I will get asked a lot about teams that I go see a lot and people will say, hey, what do you think of this guy? And it's just, uh, you know, double check, if you will, like maybe one yeah. of their guys is saying this and maybe the stat lines yeah. or the metrics say something else and they just want to hear from a different yeah. opinion. So, yeah, so well, I get... and it's, it's a totally unbiased opinion. Too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, you, you don't have any vested interest in any of the teams per se. It's the players that you're yeah. watching, and that's got to make a difference. Plus, you've been doing this a long time. You've, yeah, yeah. You've, you've, you've built a solid resume, and yeah. it's nice to see that people have the respect for your abilities. Yeah, I mean, that's uh, yeah, respect, a uh, yeah, 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 respect, maybe. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> so, But I, I will say also at the game last night with the batting practice, and I wrote this up mm -hmm. on our Patreon notes if you mm -hmm. guys – all these insights get talked about at the Patreon site. Um, I, I was sitting there. It was another guy that I knew who works for the Boris Corp Corporation, and Jackson Holiday is his client, uh, along with Dylan Cease and Walter, Walker Jenkins. So he's out of New York, and I said, you know, I was chit-chatting with him, and I said, your guy's great. He goes, yeah, and he was talking about the makeup of the kid and the family, and he goes, have you seen his kid brother? I'm like, No. He goes, well, he's 16, he's six foot four. he looks just like Matt Holiday, and with, like, huge, huge power and can hit. He says he's like a carbon copy of Matt Holiday. And he said that basically if things progress the way they are, he'll be the number one guy off the board in 2025. So I thought that was fascinating. So yeah. I'm, I'm there looking up Ethan Holiday, <laughs> trying to class of 25 at perfect games. And uh, yeah, there he yeah. was with the big exit velocities already. So yeah, yeah that's, it, that's cool. Yeah. yeah the guy to, was get, to, you know, to get that, to get that insight, you're not going to, you're not going to get that everywhere. That's yeah. yeah who's I mean, who's yeah. thinking about the 2025 draft? Not me. So I'm yeah, trying. you're trying to still sort out 23s. <laughs> I'm trying to sort out 23 and get uh 17 year old yeah. Latin kids written up. So I mean, I can't be thinking about kids still yeah. in high school. Uh, right. We've got, uh, we've got some trades, my friend. Yeah, we have, uh, we got a couple. Um, I, I think, yeah, the, to me, I, I want to talk about the Lucas Giolito trade because it, it's so fascinating that the Angels acquired him uh, and Ronaldo Lopez, which, by the way, remember when the they were the package deal when um, the White Sox traded with the Nationals back in the day? Both of those guys went together, and, right. and Ronaldo Lopez at that point was a starter, and so was Lucas Giolito. I thought that was pretty fascinating. So they're kind of tied together at the hip. Anyway, they go yeah. from the White Sox uh, to the Angels, and the Angels give up Edgar Cuaro, who's a really good catching prospect, and Kai Bush, who has struggled a little bit, but, I mean, he's a six foot six lefty, you know, so you, you typically yeah. don't give up on guys like that for yep. – for two months like rentals of Giolito and Ronaldo Lopez, and I'll ask you about what your opinion is, how they'll fit in and so forth. But yeah. obviously the big thing with this trade is it triggered that clearly the Angels are all in for this season. Uh, Shoei Atani's not getting moved. There was a report coming out shortly afterwards. Makes sense. He's off the market. Right. What What's your thinking about all of that? Well, one thing I got to share is I was watching one of the – I was watching the – I think it was the Mets game, and very coyly – I'm sorry. One of the, <laughs> <laughs> one of, one, yeah, there wasn't much on last night. It was, it was pretty late schedule, four games. One of the announcers very coyly said, you know, as a result of this trade, the Angels minor league system has now gone from 29th to 30th overall. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, yeah, it's not uh, very strong. I, which, which I thought was pretty humorous, but hey, you know, hey, the Angels are going for it. Is it right? Is it the right move? Is it the right move? Who knows? Yeah. But they've obviously made their decision. They're moving forward with it. And the one thing that I think is going to be very obvious and goes back to those comments that were made about their minor league system. Uh, the Angels could have a really ugly team for a really long time after this year. I commend them for going for it. Something that I think is absolutely, you know, when I look at the AL Central, 
That, that is absolutely that's that's abhorrent. They should they should there should be no playoff team from the AL Central this year. They should find a way to eliminate the team that wins that division because th- they're not going for it. They're not playing for it. Somebody is going to win that division by default, and there are going to be a, three or four teams, better teams, not making the playoffs because of the current uh, playoff configuration, and that I find to be just terrible. Yeah, the great John Dean, I tweeted out you know, the, the trade a couple of days ago, and he says it's going to blow up in their face, losing Otani, trading away two of their top three prospects, and adding two not very good pitchers. It would have been smarter to collect a high-level uh, pick or two and an MLB player with upside. You know, it's hard to disagree with that position, Timmy, taking it kind of as a pure analytical view, a baseball view. But if I'm a season ticket holder with the Los Angeles Angels and I'm giving Artie Marino my money and I'm supporting them, I'm watching every game on TV, whatever you're and they make yeah. this move and I'm and they're going for it with Otani and Trout in their prime and maybe getting logo Logan O'Hoppy back. I'm I'm happy, Timmy. I mean, isn't that the whole objective of the game is to try to win? Except in the AL Central, yeah, yeah except it is. In the, yeah, I mean, so I, mean I, so, so I so I get it. I mean, at least Artie yeah. Marino can can look at his fan base, can look yeah. at his his family and his his country club uh, yeah. uh, fellow colleagues, and basically said, "Hey, I did everything I could to win. Is it the right. smartest thing for the next five to ten years? It doesn't appear to be, but at least he's going for it." Well, and the bottom line is. Edgar, Edgar Quarrel c- could be a very, very good catcher. Mm-hmm. Kai Bush could work out and be a 4-5 type starter, but neither one or both of them are really going to make a difference to that team next year or the year after, are they? No, true, but yes, keeping yes. those guys and then tr- and then acquiring yes. two or three players that they might get with the, with the Otani trade would have been a big deal for the for the angels i mean that's that's the difference yeah they get a pick for otani plus they get it's a it's a fourth round draft pick though i don't think it's a big pick because are they no the i I, it it depends if they're over the uh any of the limits or not so it could be as good as a supplemental first round pick or compensatory first round or a compensatory fourth round pick so yeah, no, I hey, I, I get what they're doing. Is it the smartest move? No, they could probably rebuild their miners, but at the same point in time, hey, they are going for it. So what can you say? And yeah, you know, I watched most of uh, both games yesterday against Detroit, and Otani just amazing. Yeah, yeah. In the, in the first game, he won. He won, won both games. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah. He won both games. Yeah, yeah. Like, come on, Matt Manning, walk him, okay? Just, you know, after the first home run, duh. Maybe give him. You know, get him to first base. Do whatever you have to do. And I complete game his first complete game ever. Uh, and a one hitter, like yeah. If there, if anybody had any doubts or qualms about Otani being the best player in the game, that double hitter yesterday sh- should really sway their opinion. I would think. It's yeah, amazing. I mean, it, yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I don't think anybody, at least I haven't heard anybody, is kind of saying he is not the best uh, player in baseball. It's not even close, Tim. I mean, it's it's no disrespect to. Uh, Shoei Otani, Ronald Acuna, and all those guys. I mean, you have a, they might be slightly better offensively, but when you throw in the pitching aspect of it, I mean, it's just, it's just ridiculous. I mean, he's doing stuff that's obscene. So, Yeah. Well, you catch the odd thing on Twitter, but, again, Twitter's a cesspool. So, yeah, it, 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 it opens up opportunities for people to debate whether or not he's as good as he, as he is, per se. Yeah, I'm looking at the... Uh, at their minor league system, Timmy. I mean, you have to do give it up for them, uh, you know, that they, they drafted yeah. Zach Nito last season. He's already up. So, I mean, the Angels did that. Right. But, I mean, Jordan Adams, Kyrene Paris, Nelson Rod is a nice little player. David Calabrese has a chance. Yeah. You know, Nolan Shanuel is a first-base prospect. who's was their number one draft pick. He's okay. Yeah. they got some kids in the Dominican that maybe have a chance. I mean, it's, it's yeah, it's 20, yeah. it's bottom five for sure. 
Yeah, well, yeah, and the bottom line, though, is it's not going to, the team that they put on the field next year, what they've done in making that move, it's not going to affect next year. Right. It really isn't. So why not wind it up and give it a go? Uh, you know, it's, I, I can see, I think the smart move would have been to take all the prospects you can get and rebuild. Okay, but I take my cap off to them. They're going to go for it and, and give the Angels fans something to root about over the next uh, two months. Yep. Eh, and they should, they should get Mike Trout back in about two and a half to three weeks. Apparently he's taking dry swings or something, so he's getting close. Um, and Ohapi's getting close as well, so yeah. that, that improves yeah. that team. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, any pickups in Chicago based on the deal, Tim? Uh, no, I don't see anything. Yeah. Yeah. It's no, I don't, I don't see anything happening. I don't see anything happening there. I would have to think that, you know, Graven's day days are numbered as soon as Liam Hendrick Hendricks is ready to come back. So, you know, Lopez, yeah, the, the bullpen will shuffle around a little bit, but I don't see anything there. And as far as starting pitching, no, I don't see much happening there. Uh, the Dodgers have been busy, Timmy. They acquired yes. Ahmed Rosario from the Guardians for Noah Syndergaard. Um, you know, I, I found it interesting. Noah Syndergaard obviously has been somewhat of a disaster. What is it, a, a six ERA? Um, but seven, seven, <laughs> something like that. I mean, they def, definitely yes, need a, a shortstop. But but Syndergaard also gives them innings. At least they're not good innings. I think with him moving, does this open up a spot for like one of the double A? double a arms you know the river ryan the kyle hurt nick frazzo who might be in triple a at the moment what do you think well i think i i think the ale central sucks that's that's all i can say you you've you've got two teams right now okay playing for okay the the al central okay the twins made their big move moving Jorge Lopez for Dylan Floro. That's going to help him a pile. Cleveland gave up uh, a great shortstop in Rosario and got back a pitcher with a 7-16 ERA. Uh, not great. Like, he's he's good. Like, I would not call him great. Yeah, so, so neither one of the Twins or the Indians have done anything. One of those two teams is going to win that division by default, unless the Tigers, who are... 11 games under 500, unless the Tigers go on a roll. And I'd love to see it, just despite the two teams that right now haven't done anything in that division. Right right now, I believe there are eight teams in the AL with equivalent or better records. Every team in the AL East has a better record than Minnesota and Cleveland. Three teams in the AL West, including the Angels, have a better record than the Twins and the Guardians. And Seattle is basically tied with them. Uh, you know what? If Rob Manford wants to go to balanced schedules, it's time, I think, that we took a look at the divisions and quit rewarding mediocrity. And that's what we're doing right now with the AL Central. All right, so it just irks me to no end. All right, I will take your bait, and then we'll get back to potentially River Ryan, Kyle Herter, Nick Frazzo being a pickup. I'm trying to channel uh, Tim. But I kind of like what the Cleveland Guardians are doing. I don't know if I like this deal or not. Maybe they think they can fix Noah Syndergaard, but quite frankly, if the Dodgers aren't going to fix him, I doubt that that Cleveland will fix them, but maybe that's what they think, and they need innings, and my guess is Bieber's not coming back, and they need guys. But, I mean, Tanner Bybee had another great game. Gavin Williams looks like the real deal. Hopefully they'll get back Tristan McKenzie here next season. Brayon Rocio's a nice player that I think will get a shot here with Ahmed Rosario gone. Uh, They're going to see if Gabriel Arias can play. He's a good defender. Uh, so and Tyler Freeman's not a zero either. They need to see if these guys can play. Uh, so I kind of like the the fact that they freed up uh, Rosario, uh, and I think it gets some of their younger kids. We know Bo Naylor looks great. His brother's looking really good this season. I yeah. kind of like what the Cleveland Guardians are doing. Well, the Cleveland Guardians have the pitching, the young pitching. Mm-hmm. But at the same point in time, they're in a playoff race. 
you know, they can't find an upgrade for Miles Straw. You know, hey, you look at the shortstop situation, and it's probably going to be one of Rocho or Arias, and Arias has the first shot. Will Brennan is mediocre. Josh Bell, well, we don't need to talk about Josh Bell. Basically, the Indian, the Guardians, keeps wanting to say Indians, but the Guardians' offense is running on Steve Kwan, Jimenez, Jose Ramirez, Josh Naylor, and Bo Naylor at the bottom of the lineup. They got some holes on their offense, and mm-hmm. and they should be they should be looking at filling. Well, well let's see if the, let's see if they fill that. I mean, it's still got yeah. uh, three days left for them to fill that, and I think there's there's a chance uh, they will they will get a. A guy you're probably not going to be happy with. I'm probably, but it might be an upgrade over, over uh, who I think is actually signed. Their center fielder, I believe, is uh, Miles Straw is a signed guy, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the so. twins are in the same. The twins are sort of in the same situation. Yeah. You know that there's some areas. Hey, the the pitching in Minnesota, I would have to say right now is the equivalent to Cleveland's. I would agree, particularly five. particularly losing uh, Tristan McKenzie and uh, Shane Bieber. I mean, that, yeah. those are two guys that are tough to replace. And oh, I forgot about Logan T. Allen. I mean, that's a guy that's been pretty good this season too. So the Twins have Lopez. You know, oh. Joe Joe Ryan's having a tough year, but Sonny Gray, Bailey Ober. Joe Ken Ryan's having eight. a tough year. I thought he's been very good. Uh, Joe Ryan. I know he's blown up the last couple of games, but up mm-hmm. until that, he was actually pretty good. Yeah, I'm just taking taking a look right now. He's got a 406 ERA. Hey, that's okay. That's yeah. about who he is. He's a number three four guy. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, it's okay. Made made to look good. Overs are number four five type solid starter. But again, they need some offense now. Jorge Polanco's coming back, and it looks like he's going to be at third base, which is the right move to make. Let Edward Julian play full time at second base, but again, you know, you, you got Buxton and Kepler and Karloff and Christian Vasquez, Cat, Joey Gallo in center field. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I mean, they they're doing the smart thing and not allowing Buxton to play the play the outfield. Maybe when yeah. the playoffs come, they they let him play the outfield. But that's the right move. He's your DH, yeah. which is pretty crazy. Yeah, I, I would just like to see. I'd like to see them do something, mm-hmm. much the same as the Guardians. I'd like to see them do something, and right now, we could potentially have a division winner in the AL with a sub five hundred record, making the playoffs, and two three teams with five hundred plus records not making it. Mm-hmm. That don't seem right to me. No, not I mean, not when you're looking at a balanced schedule. It just I don't know. I just I I want to I want to see more. Do something along the lines of the Angels. Prove to me you're trying to win. Now, well, I mean, again, you got three more three more days, and I think uh, I I would think the Twins would add probably a bat if they could add an arm. Uh, that'd be great. Mm-hmm. But I do like. I I love the Minnesota Twins farm system. I think they've got some really good mm-hmm. players coming. The the Guardians yeah. have a very strong system. The Tigers, I mean, the, they've got some guys mm-hmm. too. I mean, I think in a couple three yeah. years you're going to think differently about the Central. Uh, I hope so. But again, if you're going to go to an unbalanced, you know, if you're going to go to an unbalanced uh, schedule and divisional play becomes. You mean balance uh, schedule? You're a balance, balance yeah, schedule sorry, where you're yes. playing everybody the same number of yeah. times. Yeah, but eliminate, then if you get if you get the divisions, I don't go, think go back to one big division. I don't know. I mean, no other sport is doing that. Well, I guess the NBA does. I think they they yeah. simply go on division, so they go one through eight in the division. Um, but uh, I know yeah. football still has. I think they still use kind of the. The divisional kind of thing. So, um, oh, back to my question. Now that right. the Dodgers lose Noah Syndergaard, and maybe he wasn't even starting. I don't, I'm not following yeah. this game, but I mean, did, what are these? Do what are these drillers guys get called up? River Ryan, Kyle Hurt, Mick Frazzo? Yeah, well, it's it's entirely it's entirely possible. Yeah. Okay. I uh, I, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't rule anything out right now 
Okay. You know, if I'm not mistaken, let me just take a look here. I believe, uh, let me just check here real quick on my super. Uh, Gavin Stone stills out there kicking around. He's having some good games and then some terrible games, so he's pretty inconsistent. Yeah, I I, I think we we could see we could see some of that happening. Yes. Okay, well, I don't know what you're looking up. Let's take a break. We get back, and maybe Tim will share with us what he was looking up. So, don't don't even know. <laughs> Tim, anything else to say about the American League Central? You seem to have no. a, a burr in your, uh, what is that, yeah, a burr, I, in your, burr in your saddle? Is that the right expression? Yeah, yeah something like that. I don't have a saddle, <laughs> so it's hurting. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> yeah, no, I, it, it just sort of hurts me right now. I, I'd like to see a little bit more coming out of a couple of those teams in the Central. And who knows, maybe we'll see it, but... Right now, it almost looks like we're going to have a, a situation where somebody's going to win by default. Like you know, the Yankees are in last spot in the AL East, six games over five hundred. Yeah, yeah. The Twins are four games over five hundred, and they got a playoff spot right now. Yeah, that's the way it goes. The, yeah, so, the one the only the one thing to take from this though, is don't expect anything from from Bieber over the belt. Yeah, I I think that's, that was part of the reason they acquired Syndergaard. I mean, it's uh they just need that you need innings, Tim. It's and so did the so did the Dodgers. That's why I bring up some of these young kids. I just, you know, yeah. I was digging on Syndergaard and and if you want to join us out at the Patreon site, Timmy, I've been writing up each and every one of the trades uh doing yeah. a baseball savant on all the major league guys and giving either scat full scouting reports on the on the um on the minor league guys, or at least just a comment or two. But one of the things I found interesting about Syndergaard, 2019, Timmy, that's not that long ago, his fastball averaged 98 miles an hour. This year, 92.6. Wow. I mean, he's not that old. I mean, it's just... Coming back from Tommy John surgery, we always talk about, Timmy, it's, it's routine. It ain't. He just didn't come back clean. Well, and he also, didn't he have the thoracic outlet? Uh, I don't know. I really I believe, don't know. I believe, that was, I believe that was in there as well. I yeah, it's, just, it's father yeah. time and injuries, Timmy. They're just, they have not been kind to poor Noah Syndergaard. I mean, it's just, I mean, it's, it's tough. That's, that's why he's getting hit. Yeah. Man, he just doesn't have yeah. the fastball anymore. Yeah, you know, and you look, at, you look at the Dodgers, and yeah, Clayton Kershaw will be back in September. Mm-hmm. Their rotation, their rotation's okay. They got room for some of the kids, but we'll we'll see how they. They just need they, they need innings, Tim. I, yeah, because yeah, I mean, if they want Bobby Miller in the playoffs, they need somebody to pitch in between because he's going to run out of innings. And I mean, he's been some days he looks unhittable, some days he gets smoked for you know eight runs in two innings. Yeah, so, I mean, it's yeah. he's a yep. he's a rookie. That's what happens to these guys. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. The the Dodgers also reacquire Kike Hernandez, I guess, trying to get him uh, some of that magic that he had a few years ago. Um, will he get enough at-bats to grab him in a fantasy league? Uh, no. Okay. Yeah, I don't so think my so. second I... question, even if he gets gets enough, to, is it worth a pickup? So. Yeah, again, he's not somebody I'm going to be targeting. You know, when, when you take and you put uh... – Rosario into that lineup for Miguel Rojas, and then you've got Rojas, you know, who can play middle in middle infield spots. I I think what you'll see is Hernandez will get a, you know, and you got Chris Taylor there too. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of most to feed, so I'm not anticipating. They got two super utility guys, which is kind of interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's and hey, they don't have any problems with their offense. Now I think about it, Chris Taylor might lose some playing time. Not that he's been all that great this season. Yeah, but you got two guys. You know, you can you can rotate uh, Taylor and Hernandez in for Peralta and Hayward and Outman. You know, Rosario. They improved their offense with this deal. Mm -hmm. Definitely, it's made them a better better all around team. With all those players, it kind of reminds me of the Tampa Bay Rays. I mean, they just got a bunch of a bunch of part time players. Yeah, in the outfield, but they've also got Mookie Betts, Freddie Freeman, Will Smith. 
yeah. Max Muncy and J.D. Oh. Martinez, one through five. That's pretty Yeah, important. but and, but then the rest of them are just mix and match guys. Yep, pretty much. Uh, the Red Sox got two relievers, Nick Robertson and Justin Hagenman. I encourage you to go out to the Patreon site to read about them. Last night, Timmy, as I, I went again to the game, I got back relatively late. I was falling asleep, looked at my phone, which I have a tendency to do. And, and the uh, Mets traded David Robertson to the Marlins. And, of course, you had something to say as we were coming on the air. I think it was like a, a, a lawyer joke. How many... How many bullpen arms does a team need or something like that? Well, yeah, you know, the way the Marlins are going, they won't have any room for Uri Perez in that bullpen when they call him back up, will they? Uri Perez got oh, uh, two and a was... third innings. He pitched in double A and uh, pitched, I think it was 45 uh, pitches, which they clearly had him on a uh, a heavy pitch count. So if I understand what they're doing, Timmy, this I've talked to anybody, he didn't pitch for three weeks. He's probably going to pitch two or three times down in the minor leagues, and then we'll we'll see him back in the majors. I don't know if that makes sense. I'm not sure they think that makes sense, but that's the plan they have. <laughs> well, yeah, when you look at two and a third innings in three weeks, okay? Uh, I was just being snarky when I said the bullpen. He's going to come back into the rotation. Yep. But... but can we expect right now anything more than four to five innings per outing? No, that, that's all he was doing. He was pitching five innings, and they were really right. good innings because he won some mm-hmm. games yes. uh, when he was up the first time, and I think that's mm-hmm. what they want. Give me five solid innings. Mm-hmm. Let's bring in David Robertson and Jorge Lopez, who's a nice little pitcher, and a, you know, A.J. Puck, yeah. and we've got guys. We've got a big bullpen, and that's how we're going to win. Yeah, no, that's that's exactly what they've decided to do. But at the same point in time, they do have to score some runs, and that offense is dreadful. It really is. It's it's not a good offense. They they got to Juan Soto would look really good in that lineup, wouldn't he? Anybody would look real good. (laughs) The Guardians could trade some of their offense, and it would look good in Miami. They, They need some bats. Okay, you know the the bullpen has now seen a a complete makeover. You know, I I sort of feel sorry for Tanner Scott. He's going to get lost in the the whole shuffle. Yeah, he's with still Robertson. another good arm too. I mean, it's another okay, guy yeah, that can yeah. throw upper nineties. So so tell me from a closer situation. I want I want a discussion about the Marlins. I'm assuming it's like a share between Robertson and AJ Puck. Um, I think there will be. Uh, there'll be matchups involved because of the lefty-righty thing, but I think Robertson's going to be your principal guy. That would be my guess. A- yeah, A.J. Puck has struggled, you know, uh-huh. in July. So I, I think you can count on Puck maybe for uh, a handful a handful of saves. So Robertson 70-30 kind of thing? Yes, I, I think that's about right. Yeah, 80-20 maybe even. So I own David Robertson a couple leagues on Sunday – Last Sunday, I picked up uh, Brooks Raley uh, yes. just because in our discussion on Sunday, who might get moved at the deadline, mm-hmm. it seemed obvious a 38-year-old closer on an expiring contract would be a guy that got yeah. moved by the Mets. So I picked up Raley because you and I had the discussion, Ottavino seemed like to be a guy that would get mm-hmm. moved. And, of course, Raley did get the save last night. Yeah, I I. I picked up Ottavino. Oh, you did? My, in one of my leagues. I've, I, they, now, wait a minute, knows. because when we were having Ottav- the discussion. And Re- they could both be moved. Yeah, you were telling. I thought you implied that Ottavino had a more likely chance to get moved, which, given the fact that he's a lefty, he is a lefty, right? Yeah. Ottavino? Uh, I'm pretty sure. Uh, and I thought that made more sense with that. He's got that, uh, I think he's got that, that sweeper that's tough to hit. So yeah. So anyway, so that's that was my logic talking to you. <laughs> then you picked him up, rat bastard. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> both, it was probably in the same league I picked up Brook Rail, and you're laughing at me. <laughs> I would never do that. Uh, no, uh, both of them could still be moved. Uh-huh. We don't know who the closer is in New York. I picked up Ottavino because. I think he's a better he's a better pitcher and the lefty. I agree. Thing. Agree with you. He is lefty, right? 
Uh, I didn't. Really pretty, is. Yeah. Uh, let me just see here. Uh, when I when I look at that situation, you can speculate, okay, on either one of those two guys. But just remember, when you're doing your speculations, both of them could very easily be moved. Now, who's a better fit for next year with Edwin Diaz back? That would be the that would be the question. And neither one of them are spring chickens. You know, Ottavino's turning thirty eight. And rarely he'll be, he's heading into age 36 season. Or he's yeah. a spring chicken. Yeah, neither one of them, yeah, like I said, it's, I don't know what the Mets are going to do, but I would have to assume right now with what we know, it's going to be Ottavino and Rayleigh, but they could, they could go to, they could go to Drew Smith. Yeah, hey, they could put David Peterson into that bullpen for now it doesn't it doesn't really matter all that much because Edwin Diaz is returning next year right oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah that, that's why it, yeah, it just seemed totally logical that they would move David Robertson Adovina was a first round draft pick in 2016 uh, hmm. drafted as a starter Tim six in foot five 2016 so, Adovina 26 2006 oh okay there so we go a long okay. long time ago yeah um, long ago it, and far away yeah, I think the the Mets continue to dismantle. I mean, it's just uh, it's an old team that they've got some kids, Timmy, that are pretty good. With obviously, mm-hmm. um, you know, the catcher who being the best, but um, the they've got some just aged guy. Do you still think they move Verlander or Scherzer or both or neither? Uh I think odds are good that they move at least one of those two. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Scherzer would be my bet. He's the younger uh, of the two, though, right? I believe so, yeah. So is that why they can move him? Because nobody wants Justin Verlander? Well, again, it's the Mets are going to eat some money there, I think, with whatever they do. It's interesting. There was a, a guy, and I think it was DL7, uh, that put Justin Verlander up on, on the block. And I, I, I think he thought he could get like really high-end guys. And I could use Justin Verlander. I mean, I, yeah. better than some of the guys I'm throwing out there. Miles right. Michaelis, thank you very much. Um, and, and you know, so I offered him, like, you know, a mid-level prospect and a number three pick. And I think other people offered him similar things. And I, he took mm-hmm. him off the, uh, off the block going, you know, I'll, I'll keep him if that's all I can get. And I yeah. understood his position. I, you would yeah. think with his name and the fact that he won a Cy Young Last year would return more, but he hasn't been very good. He is 30, yeah. 40 years old, 41. And in Dynasty, Verlander's, going, Verlander's going on 41, and Scherzer just turned 39. So, yeah. yeah. You just don't yeah. get a lot for those guys in Dynasty Leagues, and you don't get a lot for them in, in Major League Baseball either, Tim. They're old. Everybody knows that they're, yeah. they could break down at any moment. Short window. Very, yeah. very short window. And sometimes in the Dynasty game, you just end up eating. Yeah. Eating yeah. those players. Yeah. Hey, you know, hey, you get a lot of mileage out of them when they're in their prime. But when the fall off occurs, yeah, don't expect to be getting Evan Carter's for them. That yeah. ain't going to happen. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm assuming that's maybe what the guy thought. And look, I have, I have, uh, Dave, I have, um, Justin Verlander in a couple of dynasty leagues as well, and I, I, I'm pretty sure that if I put him on the block, that's the kind of players that people would offer me, and that's just the way it is. So yeah. you're better you'll just get to more keep for him. Co- Yeah, you'll get more for Cody Sanga than you will for either Verlander or Scherzer. That's that's true. I totally yeah. agree with him. Uh, yeah. Sanga looked pretty good last night. So those are the three trades. Again, I encourage everybody to go out to our, our uh, Patreon site, and you can read all the details and the analysis I do, and uh, Timmy, I, I'm assuming I'm going to be extremely busy over the next uh, four days here. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, we've, we've seen some small moves. Uh, the big ones are yet to come. Yeah, it was interesting. Tuesday, uh, I write one of our questions. Uh, it was a bad day for the pitchers looking to get traded. Marcus Stroman, three innings pitch, nine hits, seven earned runs. And Lance Lynn, who's been discussed a lot, four and two-thirds innings, seven hits, and seven earned runs. You know, it's funny. You'd like to say these are total anomalies. Timmy, this is happening 
every day in Major League Baseball. I forgot who it was. Somebody was a one and two-thirds innings with eight earned runs. It was a very good pitcher. It's like they're all just Zach, getting pissed. Zach, Yeah, Zach Galen's a top-ten pitcher. He got smoked this week. Yeah. I yeah, mean, everybody's – it makes – it begs begs me to ask, has Manfred dicked around with the ball again? I think yeah. he has. But that's, again – We'll find out three months, four months, five months from now what, what what has happened. But something has had to have happened to see pitching blow up the way it has in the past month. And, it, you know, when it's across the board the way it is, it's got to be more than just pitchers getting tired. You know, the dog days of August, of, of summer, whatever. It's hot it's as hell here, more, Tim. I'm telling more, you, man. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah. It's uh I mean it's yeah, nice. There's, there's gotta be more there's gotta be more than just the weather when you see it across the board. I, oh. I think the only pitcher that hasn't blown up in the past month is uh our buddy for the Yankees. Garrett Cole, yeah, I was thinking the same thing. And everybody as, else has as much as I have kind of not been the biggest fan of Garrett Cole, I mean mm-hmm. the fact that he just doesn't appear to blow up. And when he does, it's like four innings and five earned runs. That's not a yeah. blow up in today's game, man. It's the no. it's what I just read. And it's yeah. it's uh he's just safe. I mean there's and there's a lot of comfort, Timmy, when you take a pitcher early and getting mm-hmm. a safe guy. I don't know. He's my number one for that reason. I I, I think there'll be other guys that pitch better than him, but if for for the safety, Tim I think what we've learned this year, there's a lot of value in safety this year. Yep, there certainly is. And there's a lot of value at the bottom end if you're fortunate enough to get the right guys. Timmy, let's take another break, get back, and uh, I'm going to let you opine on Rob Manfred. Tim, there is no uh, people that have been uh, with us for a long time. Most of our listeners have. They know, uh, well, there's two things. There's three things they should know. One is you hate Scott Baker. Yeah, but see, we've had our days, yes. <laughs> so <laughs> Most of them haven't been good. <laughs> not that he, you don't hate him personally. You just hate him as a pitcher. Yeah, uh, I've never had I've never had a good start from Scott Baker. I never I never <laughs> yeah, it was just a disaster. They <laughs> they've now Scott learned Baker. how how much you hate the American League Central. That's what we learned today. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Wailing on the American League Central. And the other thing is you're not a big fan of Robbie Manford, but it looks like the owners are Timmy because they re-upped him for not one year, not two years, but four years. Your thoughts? Uh, yeah, I, I think by the time that he's finished this tenure, we won't recognize the game of baseball as we once knew, knew it. And I have plenty of reasons for, you know, I could we could spend the next half an hour talking about my feelings towards Rob Manford. But, you know, the game of baseball is a great game. Leave it alone, Robbie. Quit dicking with it. Your, your, your legacy is going to be the fact that you made the owners a pile of money. Okay, and I, that. Well, I give will... me a couple of things, Timmy, that you feel like have been the detrimental that Rob Manfred has done: rule changes or collective bargaining agreements. Just anything he's done in his tenure, which is this is his third deal, right? So he's been here quite a while. Well, he's a liar for starters. Okay. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't take his word. I, his word means absolutely nothing. He should have been canned. He should have been canned when he dicked around with the baseballs two years ago, mm. secretly. You you just don't. There should be an asterisk around every stat that has been generated since he's been commissioner, <laughs> because a lot of it has been his influence. <laughs> the Rob Manford asterisk. Okay, that's, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's interesting. Rob, Rob, yeah, the Robbie Manfred Astrid. Yeah. A little yeah, RM sitting sitting right there. Okay, all right, uh, interesting. Yeah. Well, yeah, you know, hey, the Ghost Runner thing. Yeah, come on, the Ghost Runner thing. What are you talking? Yeah, oh, oh start, the guy start. on second base. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm not. A, I will admit, I'm not a fan of that. So, uh, I'm surprised uh, they still have that. I, I, yeah. I, come on, I agree with that. Yeah, forcing relief pitchers into into three hitters. I could go on and on and on. Uh, his legacy is going to be the fact that I don't know if it's 
because of his astute moves or he just happened to be in the right place at the right time. And I'm going to probably head in that direction because I don't like him that much. <laughs> but he's made the owners a pile of money. Yeah. yeah. And, hey, you know, he works for the owners. I'll give him credit. The owners, hey, the owners are making money. That's all they care about for the most part. I will so, say, he's, you know, he's, he's been, done well. He's been fortunate as all of the all of the professional sports uh, have been, or actually all sports, because yeah. of streaming, Timmy. That's what's mm-hmm. really saved them, because now you have, people think of media companies having money. They, they don't have money. The technology companies have money, and they're the ones right. that are just throwing money after live events, and that's what, you know, everything else can be streamed. You can watch movies. You don't have to go to the movie theater. You can stream everything. The one thing you really need to see live, Timmy, is a sporting event. So they become extremely valuable properties. And then you get the Apples and the Amazons all throwing money at uh, trying to get the rights to stream football, baseball, basketball, and sports are making a ton of money. Well, they are. Uh, and this is a perfect conference contract for Manfred because he'll be getting out of the game just about the time they start having discussions renewing you know about renewing Uh, the TV money so he can if he bails in four years uh, he won't have the rude awakening that maybe there won't be as much money yeah five six seven years down the road this is all going to come to an end Tim this is all going to come to an end it it always does and a four-year deal seems just about right. He can bail out of here saying, I did everything for you that you wanted and dump it on his uh, his next in line, who is going to probably last about uh, eight months and away you go, right? It's, yeah. it's, all about, it's all about money. Robbie has done his job. He's made the owners a pile of cash. Yeah, well, that's... I don't, that's... Think, he's done any, I don't think he's done anything for the game of baseball. Yeah. Uh... I mean, I think little. I think speeding up the game has been a good thing. I don't know. I don't like the Ghost Runner, uh, yeah. but I do like the um, the pitch clock. I think it's a good thing. Uh, I think it's a good thing, but I I don't think the way it was instituted was good. How many how many injuries we can't say, but how many injuries have been caused this year? It's fair. And how much bad pitching performances are results of that, where the pitchers yes, can't when, collect themselves? I, I agree with that. It, yeah, I, I I think uh, I think it should have been twenty seconds. I think you should err on the side of caution, not the other way around. Yeah, maybe they'll maybe they'll make some adjustments. But Timmy, we 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 have to attract some younger fans, and I think but, if you make the game shorter, I think you will. Yes, but I think they could have they could have accomplished basically the same thing simply by enforcing the rules in play. Yeah, because it hey. Again, what we're dealing what we're dealing with is a situation where a small percentage of pitchers were abusing the right to take time between pitches. So now what we did is we instituted just like most rules and regulations, right? Mm-hmm. They're not for the majority. They're to deal with the minority. Does that does that per se is it per se the right move? Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I I agree that the game I, I, you know, watching watching Kenley Jansen take sixty seconds between pitches. Yep. No, nah, nobody nobody wants to see that. Or right. Craig Kimbrell, whatever. Mm-hmm. But again, when you're forcing it, we don't we don't know the results. So I, you know, I, hey, I'm I'm happy that they tr- they have tried to institute something to speed up the uh, the play. But at the same point in time, I'm not happy that they just threw it out there with an arbitrary number and hey let's face it, it yeah it worked great in the minors of course it worked great in the minors those kids were using it since t-ball but you had a whole collection of starting pitchers who had never experienced a pitch clock all of a sudden being forced into it on fairly i, I think fairly tight numbers okay i think they should have buried a little bit more on the side of caution yeah, i mean that's that's, that's, that's it's debatable. Yeah. I mean, that's a fine. Yeah. That's a fine point. Um, but they didn't, and pitchers oh. seem to have coped. But then again, we don't know some of the older pitchers, the Scherzer, the Verlanders, guys we <laughs> just were talking about. Maybe they've really been hurt by this, um, mm-hmm. just uh, struggling to to get accommodated to that. So yeah, yeah. So I, again, I'm I'm not a fan of Rob Manfred. I've been a fan of his since he did. Uh, as second in line, he redid the 
the posting agreement with Japan. Oh, yep. Yeah, it, it goes back with me right back to that to that stage. And, so I'm be, yeah. I'm beginning to wonder: Would you like any uh, commissioner? Probably not. Yeah. Because all they are, they're a lackey for the owner. Yeah, right? that's true. That's exactly right. They are. They are. Well, I don't think Rob Manfred would like the word lackey, but yes, they 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 work for the owners, yes. and they're supposed to be there for the good of the game. Yes. Sorry, as, I was thinking of John Lackey being one of my favorite. <laughs> Sorry, that's John Lackey. That's true. As a name yes, from the so past. So uh, my bad. I should. I shouldn't be calling. Well, everybody wants to hear Tim's opinion about rob manford they also want to know timmy that now that we're sitting at the end of july we're two-thirds of the way done the fantasy season what is your advice for people vying for you know basically being in the money being having a chance to win the league i want you maybe some thoughts on one-year leagues and thoughts on dynasty leagues well definitely apples and oranges and, and your approach your approach has to be a little bit different on both, but uh, the one thing I would like to stress is, you know, football season's just around the corner, okay? You signed up for a baseball league, honor your commitment, play it out, start your lineups, keep them active, okay? When people walk away from baseball, okay, and move to football, they are influencing the league results in a big way. Mm-hmm. Okay, and they might say, well, I'm in last place. What does it matter? Yes, but you might be two points up in a category from one of the contenders. Okay, just play it out. Okay, start your lineups. I'm not saying I'm not saying you have to, you know, pick up the the hot flavor of the week uh, or the bright, shiny bobble. Uh, But at the same point in time, don't walk away. Keep your lineups active. I, th- I think that's important to the game as a whole. Uh, I think if you're, you're going for it and have a reasonable chance, and the keywords being reasonable chance to finish in the money, you set yourself up for success. Okay, and you do what you have to do. In a dynasty, in a dynasty league, hey, you got the future to deal with. So whatever moves you make in a dynasty league, you should always keep that. Yeah, you, you don't want to be the Los Angeles Angels. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. I mean, I, you know, I I think it was that discussion we had about Justin Verlander, the guy putting him on the blocks. I mean, because yeah. no acquisition that you can make can guarantee you a victory. Um, oh, no. But you can definitely damage yourself long term in those leagues. So you got to be really, oh, really sure. careful. I mean, look, I, yeah. I gave away Jordan Alvarez for Trout, mm-hmm. Estuary Ruiz, and David Robertson. Yeah. And... Guess who's back? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Alvarez and Trout and Esther Ruiz are are still rehabbing. Yeah. So that blew up on me, Timmy. And it's, it, yeah. it seemed like a reasonable trade at the time, and it didn't work. But you do well, a bunch of those and they don't work, then you're really screwed. Well, yeah, we gave up in DL5 a slew of prospects and some young talent in Riley Green to pick up Cody Senga and George Kirby and... Uh, Garrett Cole. Garrett, Garrett Cole, those three pitchers. This week, uh, the, we haven't seen Cole pitch yet, but Senga was okay. But the rest of our pitching has sucked this week. <laughs> we've we've dropped we've dropped seven points by improving our team. But and yeah, but you, you gained but. seven points last last week. So I mean, you just you just yeah. went back to you just re- reverted to the mean. Yes. Yeah, but again, we're not. Whatever happens this year is a bonus. What we're looking at is next. Yeah, year. but you got Senga's got four or five more good years left. I mean, uh, George Kirby might have another decade left. I mean, he's, yeah. he's a young kid. And Garrett yeah. Cole's got at least another couple of years. He might even be, yeah. you know, this this generation's uh, Justin Verlander who's winning a, uh, a Cy Young when he's 40. Yeah, no, entirely. I guess where I was trying to go with this is even if you look at it and you figure, yeah, okay, we've now vaulted ourselves by these deals into a position where it, everything should work out. It doesn't work out always. Yeah. That's that's part of the game. And in a dynasty league, when you start making moves that you believe are short-term going to help you, sometimes they don't work out. Just be very, very careful because 
you can destroy a dynasty team in relatively short order by going for it. Uh, hey, now if you got the shot, you do it, you hope for the best. But remember, there is always next year and the year after that. In redraft leagues, it's a different story. Yeah. Okay, yeah, you're playing, you're playing for now. Spin the numbers, see what they look like, if you got a reasonable chance. And yeah, go for it. Dynasty yeah, l- leagues, just be careful. Last year, I uh, in DL4, I had a chance to win. And yeah. it was pretty obvious. I had 75 points at the yeah. two-thirds, well, probably just about this, this time last year, maybe yeah. a week or two earlier. I had a tremendous offense. I had Aaron Judge, so he was just kicking butt, right? Yeah. And right. I, was, I had 75 points across the board. I'm thinking if I get rid of one of my big bats and try to bring in some pitching, I have a chance to win. So I gave away right. Jordan Alvarez, and I got uh, – I forgot who I got. I got uh, Joe Musgrove and uh, oh, uh, Luis Castile, and I won the mm. league going away. It was great. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden I get this year, Judge gets hurt, and I look, <laughs> I look at my offense and go, oh, my gosh, I don't have anybody. I mean, I don't have a big bopper anymore. And it's like, yeah. uh-oh. So guess what? I'm sitting in third place because I don't have enough yeah. offense. Yeah, <laughs> so. you're short 40 home runs. <laughs> I'm short 40 home runs. Now, if Judge yeah. was there, maybe I'd have a chance to win, but yeah. he's not. Yeah, that's yeah, that's <laughs> the home runs you're missing. It's it's not the home it's not the home runs from Alvarez. It's a half but, of the yeah, home runs. Yeah, but I mean, Judge. wouldn't you like yeah. to have Alvarez and and you know if one of them gets hurt? I mean, unfortunately, they're both hurt at the same time. But at least you have some backup if one of them gets hurt. Now I don't have anybody. I've, I think uh, um, uh, Conforto is is, is is my is my big bat. <laughs> so that's yeah. not good. <laughs> no, it, it's not good. But at the same point in time. Flags do fly forever, right? That is for sure. That is and for sure. And dynasty leagues are tough. They you are. Know, they, they, yeah, to build a true dynasty team is next to impossible because you're always dealing with the intangibles, the injuries, the suspensions. There's a million things that can go wrong and go wrong very, very quickly. So, again, in dynasty leagues, if you're looking looking at looking at trading to go all in for say this year, just always keep in the back of your mind what is this going to do to next year and the year after. Right. Timmy, I'm gonna take our final break, get back. We're not gonna to get to the Marco Luciana surprise call up. We'll talk about that on Sunday. And then I had a question on Tristan Cassis, who looks like, but they're gonna to have to wait till uh Sunday because it's yeah. time to get out of here. I have an appointment coming up here, and I need to get to it. So let's take our final break. Get back, see what Tim's picking up. Somebody coming to put up uh, window treatments in our place, Tim. We, ah. we bought the house back in 2020. They have very nice drapes and Stuff, mm-hmm. but they're a little dated, and you know it's okay. time for a refresh. So we are mm-hmm. refreshing today. <laughs> so, yeah, I was thinking of doing the same thing, just you know, pulling down some of the sheets and washing them. And... <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Yeah, it's good. Every once in uh, those sheets that are using for drapes, Timmy. Every once yes. in a while, you do need to you need to clean them. Absolutely. Yeah, they need to be delosed. Yes. <laughs> We're actually just uh, putting in those uh, plantation shutters. So. Once we put them up there, no fuss, no muss. You just, yeah, Yeah. dust them, and that's all you have to do. Uh, Timmy, before I ask you what hitters you're targeting, which pitchers you're targeting, uh, there's something floating around on the Internet that I just kind of want to kind of comment on, Uh, and it has to do with AAA. Uh, AAA is using the robot umpire this year, um, and I've seen it doesn't seem to affect the game at all. Um, from what I can tell. And, but there's some feedback coming out from like CES, Christian Encarnacion Strand and other guys that have talked about the importance of, of knowing what a strike is and what a ball is. And he basically said, uh, he was very vocal about this. That his improvements have been down to that. Now he knows what a strike is because he doesn't have to go on the human element of a guy calling a strike in high A or double A that wasn't nearly a strike. Now a computer tells him what the strike is, and he was able to learn the strike zone a lot better, and that's what's 
made him be a better baseball player. Some other guys have said that maybe is a little overstated, but then there's a lot of other players that have really agreed with him and have said very similar things as well. So I just wanted to throw that out to get your opinion on it. Uh, and I think you'll see the robot umpire come through all levels of the minor leagues. And it could, in theory, what CES is saying it does make some level of sense. Well, yeah, it's consistent. Day in, day out, it's consistent. You don't have to deal with a five-foot-wide strike zone from C.B. Buckner or, you know, the consistent missed calls from other umpires. You know every time you stand up at the plate, the strike zone is very well-defined. Mm-hmm. And it's consistent day in, day out. So yeah, I I can I can see how batters definitely gain from that system. Yep. It's consistent day in, day out. There is no you don't have to worry about certain umpires favoring certain strike zones. Okay. Some some like some like the high fastball, some don't. When you're dealing with a uh, with a robo ump, no, it's hey. That is the strike zone. Yeah, and I, I would think it's you're defined. It's defined, and your mind yeah. gets trained that way, and oh, then sure. you're, you're you now know after repetition what a strike is and what a strike is not, and that's what he was saying. Yeah. And you know, again, it could be a small sample sense. size, and he could be making stuff up just to fit the narrative. Mm-hmm. But he improved the strikeout rate. He improved his walk rate, Tim, uh, mm-hmm. and that's what he is basically suggesting everybody we'll see if it you know plays out in the major leagues um but i just thought that was fascinating i I wanted to bring that up um but i gotta get going timmy so tell me who your hitters that you're targeting uh, one hitter and one pitcher that you're targeting this weekend uh matt walner's had a pretty good week in minnesota Mm -hmm. so he's he's one hitter that i'm wait a minute he's he's in the american league central timmy i I thought that was we couldn't pick up anybody in the american league central well, no, it's it's Matt Walner. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> <All right. laughs> okay. Uh, but he's had a, he's had a fairly good week. One of Rocio or Arias. Hopefully, we'll have some de- definition uh, by Monday. But one of those one of those two is going to or a, a job share is going to have the shortstop job, right? I don't count out Tyler Freeman. I I, I think okay. he's he's. Yeah. I mean, he's probably going to be the utility guy, but he's he's a nice little player. I think of all three of those, Rocho's got the most fantasy-friendly skills, no question about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Arius is probably the best defender, so you pick your you pick your weapon, Tim. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, when it comes to pitching, they all suck. Okay, <laughs> so I, <laughs> yes, and no, I, I I'm not bitter at all. Uh, one guy that I. I'm going to be looking at picking up this week because I'm into this. I'm at the stage in some of my leagues where I'm starting to stream pitching. Mm. I'm chasing, I'm chasing wins. Good luck. Uh, yes. Uh, Johan Oviedo in Pittsburgh. Oviedo. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oviedo. 34% rostered. He's got the Tigers and he's got the Brewers in the two start week next mm-hmm. week. Mm-hmm. So he's one guy I'm going to be targeting. And, again, I don't know if we'll have definition because of the trade deadline, but somebody's going to be saving games in New York for the Metropolitans. Whether it's Ottavino or Rayleigh, one of the two of them is going to probably be, or maybe both, or maybe neither, is going to be getting saves. So keep track of the Mets' uh, bullpen real close because there's going to be saves to be had. The Mets are going to win some games. Yeah. I, I guessed on Brook Rally, so I got I got I, I won the first game because uh, he got the save yeah. last night. But that doesn't mean that he doesn't get moved this afternoon. So, <laughs> well, so. ex- exactly. Uh, we don't we don't know we don't have a firm definition as yeah. to what's happening. And the other thing I can say to everybody in fast finger leagues where you can pick players up <laughs> uh, right away, uh, follow follow the news the next three four days. Because there are going to be opportunities. We have no idea right now what they're going to be. But players are going to be moving around. And as they move around, there's going to be vacancies. And just stay on just stay on top of things. 
Yeah, and follow us, Timmy. We yeah. might be on, yeah. uh, who knows, on Monday. We might do a special podcast. I'm sure Sunday will be chock full of trades that uh, that we'll talk about. Mm-hmm. Again, on the Patreon site, I am writing those up as fast as they come out. i got to get the... Uh, yeah. I got to get the Robertson trade out, uh, the analysis on that, which is actually pretty easy because I still think he's pretty good still. So, uh, yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's it's it yeah. should be fun. I just hope there is a big mega trade, you know, the Juan Soto of the world. Somebody like a, you go, wow, like that's yeah. not, it's not a middle reliever, Timmy. Well, no, and again, keeping up with the news means when you see – and you're following a game, you're watching it live, and all of a sudden a player is yanked in the fourth inning. Yeah, and, and, yeah. and is hugging his, uh, his teammates. Yes. That's always fun. So That's always a good sign. Take that uh, that you might uh, you might be able to find a replacement player. Remember that horrible scene when it was oh. announced that Wilmer Flores was going to get yeah. traded when he was the Mets, and he was, mm-hmm. he was physically crying on the field. Yeah. I, it just oh, yeah. broke your heart. I mean, it felt so bad oh, for yeah. the guy. And it turned out it wasn't true. Psych. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. Not good. Not, Not good. good. No, Timmy, no. that's a wrap, my friend. Uh, be well. We'll talk to you yeah. on Sunday. Have a good weekend. We'll catch you Sunday.